to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life. My name is Julie Graham, and I'm just going to throw it out there because it relates to what we're talking about today. I try to live by my personal hashtag, which is be bold and just be you. Oh, you do it well. Ah, well, some days. Yeah. And I am Darlene Brock, and actually I have just been me for a very long time. Well, is that like a a hint at your age or that you are just like totally on the bandwagon of just being you? It's probably both. A little bit of both. I like it. I like it. Well, today, ladies, we are going to try to tackle a common struggle that we we ladies have, and it's the issue of lacking self-confidence or struggling with self-doubt, maybe um, not having a good sense of our self-worth. Anyone struggle with that? No, I can't imagine anyone who doesn't. And it seems to plague our uh, gender. I it do does. Believe. And so we're going to attempt to solve that today. Ah! <laughs> we're not going to solve it, but yeah. we're going to talk about it. We're That's one thing we it. are pretty good at doing is at least talking about the things that we ladies are dealing with. Yeah. So when do we get insecure? I think maybe let's start from the beginning. Does it happen um, when we are born or do we pick it up when we hit middle school? What do you think? I would say somewhere in between, but probably for For the most part, I think you really know it in middle school. Who is it? Middle school is the worst. It is the worst. And I think for everyone, whether you start younger, because sometimes your life circumstances Mm -hmm. or your family circumstances don't support your self-worth, so it can happen much younger than middle school. But it seems as if middle school is the place where... If you didn't think about yourself before (laughs) then, you certainly do. You develop some issues there, yeah. Yeah. Recently, I've been doing um, some counseling just to try to deal with some of the difficulty I experienced in my childhood, which I think we've touched a little bit on in some past episodes. At the very least, in our triple zero episode, I touch a little bit on that. Um, And so I, I probably started with some you know, maybe not true ideas about myself that I picked up from my upbringing. And so um, I've been learning recently about the fact that some of the things that are either said to us or about us or not said to or about us do begin to affect us as young as three, four, five years old. And those things can just be added to by um, aging and, and, and having more and more life experience. But I think you're right, regardless of how our childhood is, by the time we hit middle school, we are bombarded with um, the fact that we may or may not be good enough. Yeah, and feel like we definitely aren't. Whatever the the subject is, we don't stack up to it. So what is it we don't stack up to? What are the things that seem to hit us then and then sometimes plague us for the rest of our lives? Um, it seems like one of the worst ones that women have is our appearance, what we look like. Yeah. What we wear, how much we weigh. What um, our hair looks like. What our hair looks like. Right? Isn't it every... I was talking with a friend the other day and she made a comment about her curly hair and how much she hates her curly hair. And I remember thinking when I was young, I wanted curly hair and my curly haired friends wanted straight hair. I mean, it starts as simple as that. And there will be some women who live their whole lives upset about their hair. Yeah. And there is something about our appearance we don't like. And then we look at the magazines and how (sighs) amazing and incredibly photoshopped that those women are, (laughs) you know, and go, well, I want to look like that. And it's not even possible. Oh, but 
I do know when we had our last photo shoot, Julie, the I love photo shoot day. I when do, are we doing that again? Yeah, we will. But the soft box, you know, the nice soft the light. The fancy lighting that makes the, you look amazing. Yeah, that reduces my wrinkles by about 30% or something. <laughs> I decided I'm buying one of those and I'm going to clip it to my Walmart cart. <laughs> and I'm just going to walk around with this soft glowy light all over me. Just Well, you be... do know they make cell phone cases that come with these lights. You oh, do know this because okay. you've actually seen that I have one. Yes, I actually have. You had seen it. I, I haven't have. used it in a long time. Yeah, I but got the lost extremes in my move. <laughs> we go to to try to overcome this uh, question about how we look. Yeah, That's I mean, I don't, one. I don't know one woman who wouldn't say at least in one season or another, or one part of her appearance or another, she may struggle with some lack of self-confidence there. So that's a big one for ladies. But what other areas can we get caught up on and kind of um, derive our worth from? Mm, I think that's uh, our relationships. First, our friendships. Mm. You know, how many girls, females, women, teenagers, little girls have had their quote-unquote best friend Mm. who all of a sudden decided they weren't their best friend and they were someone else's best friend. And it just cuts you. It does. Like two through the heart and you are done. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. And I think what we don't realize that you might see as an adult that you didn't know then is that maybe they were going through some things Mm -hmm. in their life Mm -hmm. that made them act certain ways Mm -hmm. that hurt you, but... You know, kind of take the bird's eye view of life. And so we need to do that with our grown-up relationships too. That makes me think of episode three, I believe, Grit, Grace, and Girlfriends, that we ladies, we can just, we just have some drama sometimes with the other women in our lives just because, hey, we're women and sometimes we can be hard on each other. Um, (laughs) But that doesn't have to, (laughs) that doesn't have to create our, um, our self-image of ourselves. Nope. It, It plays a role, but we don't have to listen to it. Yep. Hmm. For sure. Well, so friendships with other women or other relationships with friends, but what about the other kind of relationship? Oh, Dating you're talking men, boys, boys, then men, then, uh, yes, boys. I mean, boys I remember being in third grade and having a crush on the popular kid at school, and shocker, he didn't like me back. Oh, and you're so cute. I thought you were cute in third grade too. I looked like I looked like a Hanson brother in third grade. <laughs> um, well, that was more middle school. I legit looked like a Hanson brother in middle school. Um, if you don't know who they were, they were the little um, boy band that had the mbop song of course and i'm well somebody doesn't know who they are and now they can google it or maybe we'll put a picture in the show notes and you can see that seriously i was the fourth brother um but yeah we we instantly we set our sights on some boy and if he doesn't like us back then we're crushed yes and then as adult women it goes from you know does he like me does he like me this way or does he like me this way or does he like me better if I act like this mm-hmm. or if I respond to him as this? Um, all of a sudden we start altering who we are to please him. Now there's a balance in that. You want, if you're building a relationship, some things you do change, but you don't change you. Yeah. You might change some of the things you do, yeah. but you don't change There's you. compromise and then there is like changing your person for somebody else. And there's finding the balance in between those. And not just the relationship with the man, but the lack of a relationship with a man Mm -hmm. is I don't have to have a man in my life to make me feel like I'm worth something. Yeah. And that can be easier said than done. Mm -hmm. I mean, so there's somebody who's listening, who's saying, oh yeah, right. That's not true. I would, I would feel better about myself if I wasn't single. And we just want to say, we hear you. We know that feels that way, um, but you're never going to be happy in a relationship with a man if you're not already happy with who you are and how you are. 
And that comes from building into your self-confidence, knowing who you are and that you're loved and that you do have great value outside of someone else being in your life. Yep. And you do not have to have a man to make you whole. You do not. Um, I think one of the last things that we um, really struggle to uh, find ourselves caught in this trap of not liking ourselves or thinking down of ourselves um, is what other people think of us or whether or not, um, and maybe this is two separate things, other people's opinions. Let's, let's shift that one to the side and start with, I think I should be better at X, Y, or Z. Like I'm not good at I don't know, softball, whatever. I played softball for like 12 minutes. Did you play softball? I mean, I think I was like... This is a fact I didn't know. (laughs) I mean, for like one season. Everything I did growing up, I did like one season. (laughs) I think think my great-grandmother who raised me just couldn't keep up with the activities. Maybe she tried it and she's like, yep, not doing that one either. (laughs) So I started lots of things and didn't finish them. Um, But, you know, whatever it is, I want to play piano and then I start and I'm not good at it. Or I want to be what? A crafter. I don't know. All the things that maybe women want to do and then you're not amazing at it and so you decide you're not good at anything yeah and I think that's a a scary place to fall in because we are all good at some things Mm -hmm. we're not all good at everything absolutely we may be the person who is analytical and do does math Uh, we can be the person who is creative and that can paint the most amazing paintings Mm -hmm. and then there's to me a third rail on that and that is um, you may not be great at it but you have enough in you enough talent or ability that if you just work at it for Mm -hmm. a while, you might be pretty darn good at Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And that's like an element of strength and perseverance that in itself is a talent to be able to stay with something, even when you're not great at it. But we all struggle with that thing. I kind of hinted at that we get caught up on what other people think of us and that tends to shape our self-worth. Have you ever struggled with that? I look at you and think that you probably don't struggle with that. Is that true? Um, no, that's not true. I don't now. I could say that. I don't, <laughs> I've changed with that one just a little bit, but I can say I, I always thought outside of the box. Mm-hmm. I didn't think the soft box. Yeah. The, outside <laughs> of the soft box. No, I didn't. I never thought normal. And I kind of grew up in a normal world, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. And I remember my peers when I was little saying, Darlene, you're really weird and you're really weird. And by the way, you're really weird. And so when I raised my daughters mm. and they came home and said they're weird, I went, congratulations. Mm. That is actually a wonderful thing to be. That's awesome. Because you will do something different. That's cool. Well, what about to the woman who's hearing this and saying, well, I'm glad you feel that way, but I don't feel that way. I get hung up on what other people think about me. Yeah, it is hard. It is hard because they... Unfortunately, they feel the need to tell you what they think and then Mm. why you should measure up. But at the end of the day, almost anybody that comes in your life, unless you marry them or they're a family member, (laughs) they will exit your life. Mm. So they will have a short-term impact. And that impact you don't need to allow to be negative. You need to minimize it because you're going to be moving on to different things, better better things, a new life, a new city, a new job, Mm -hmm. and just their opinion that day should not shape what you can become. Absolutely. And I would just add to that, see episode two on the struggle with comparison. I think we unpack that in depth there. And then more specifically in episode 17, we talk a lot about the comparison struggles that moms have. Man, do we talk about this stuff? I guess. I mean, because I think when we first started this podcast, didn't I say one of the first things we need to talk about is comparison. And as you can see, 
you know, we're still in our first couple dozen episodes and we're talking about it from several different angles and it's still a full conversation every it time. Is. Absolutely. We can't help it. We struggle with this. Yep. So, hey, friend who's listening, just know that you're not alone in this and it's okay if you haven't stopped it yet. Yep. How about that? That's- if you've already been listening to all of our episodes, yay you. Thanks for being our friend. Um, <laughs> but it's okay that you're still struggling with it because we're, well, not Dar. I'm still struggling <laughs> with it. I've probably made at least five negative jokes about myself today since I've been here, right? Yeah, maybe. Yes, at least. Yes. It doesn't help that I'm having some skin issues today that my eye is like, it's a good thing that this is not a video thing that we're doing today because my eye is like bulging out of my face. So talk about being self-conscious about our appearance. So literally I'm experiencing what we're talking about today. Yep. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit about, we've kind of hinted at part of the the solution to this problem is recognizing and truly internalizing and believing that it is okay to be different from other people, that part of our self-worth and our value comes from the fact that no one else is exactly like me. And then we got to play into that a little bit more. Yeah, we do, because we are uniquely made to do specific things. And nobody else can feel it, whether it's in our relationships, our job, our motherhood, we are very, we Mm -hmm. are uniquely made for that purpose. So we need to encourage ourselves. You Mm -hmm. just said you five times today, whatever you said, Mm -hmm. something negative. That's the first thing we need to quit doing Mm -hmm. is how we talk to ourselves. We need to, it's not like we need to say we're the best thing in the entire world, but we Mm -hmm. need to say we're pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we have actually have an article. I'll make sure we link to it in the show notes that it was, I think it's something called three ways self-talk, um, negative self-talk um, is affecting you. And it's so true. I think she says in the article um, that we talk to ourselves more than we talk to anyone else. And I remember reading that line and thinking, that is so true. Why have I never thought about that? I, I don't talk know a about lot. you, Julie. You talk a lot. <laughs> I do talk a lot to other people, but think how much I'm talking to myself too. Um, and the the negative things we say to ourselves, they really do start to affect us. So if we can just pay attention to that and pull that back even a notch, we'll be better off. Well, and it's even how you say it. You may say, I can't do that. Mm. That's too tough for me. Mm-hmm. Instead, say... This is really challenging, but I'm going to give it another go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try again. I'm going to try again. Or I'm going to try another way. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Just alter a little bit. Yeah. Even that. Yeah. And, and going back to that, you know, the, the beauty and the fact that every single one of us is different. I mean, it's not an accident that we all have unique fingerprints, right? Isn't that one of the ways that, um, you know, we can be told apart from somebody else, no one else has our exact fingerprint. Well, that goes all the way down to our insides too. the way that God created us with our personality types and our talents and the things that we're passionate about and the life experiences that we've had. When you put all of that together, There is no one other person who will look exactly like you. And that is on purpose. And so we've got to learn to value our uniqueness in all of those various ways um, and also be willing to value that in another person. Right now, it's super trendy to like learn your personality. Have you heard about heard about the Enneagram? I don't even know if I'm saying it right, to be honest. Well, Rachel talks about it all the time, all the time. So she's probably going to make us learn more about it. Um, But it's just a form of a personality assessment. Um, and I used to teach some of that at the church that I worked at. So I know a little bit about personality types. There's a million tests out there. There's the Myers-Briggs assessment. There's the DISC profile. There's, um, I don't know, 15,000 of them, but they're all popular because at the end of the day, they're trying to prove the fact that we're all different and that's a good thing. And the more we learn about ourselves and learn to acknowledge that we are different from other people, 
the more we can get along better with ourselves and better with the other people around us. Yeah, and feel good about yourself. And two, if you take the time to do any of those tests, Julie, and discover things about yourself, it'll lead you to what's next. Mm. So I've learned that I like this, that my personality works for this, but I've never ventured into whether it's art or music, or Mm -hmm. maybe you think I'm a caretaker, maybe I need to look at nursing, or maybe then Mm. you take that information and pursue it through maybe internship or Mm. education, or start exposing yourself to things that you never thought you could accomplish because you didn't know enough about yourself to go for it. Yeah, I feel like a, a, an, an issue women struggle with a lot is, well, I, I hear and I read everywhere that I have this purpose, but I don't know what it is. And that's okay to start there, but you're right. Just start testing some different things that you think you might be interested in. Or people have said to you, you know, you're really a good listener or, you know, you're really smart or whatever it is. And okay, what can I do with that thing that I know about myself or I've heard people say about myself and just discover those things and then build on them one by one, little by little. And it does not have to be a quick fix because you may be saying, how in the world am I going to do that? I like have a job. (laughs) I have children. I have bills. I have Mm -hmm. life. You know, I have like a minute and a half to go assess myself and figure out what I want to do. And we're, we're saying that's true, but do it anyway. Even if you do it on Saturday night after the kids are in bed, <laughs> then uh, take a little bit of time for yourself to move forward. I'm totally going to plug the website here because that's kind of my job here on the podcast. <laughs> um, but I mean, if you're saying, okay, all that sounds great. I'd like to figure out where I should maybe try to, um, you know, look into what it might be for me. I'd encourage you to go to our website and then click on the purpose tab because there are some really great stories there from women just like you who figured out something that they could be good at or are passionate about and had found, have found a way to, um, to make use of that passion into a purpose. And so I'd encourage you to check check some of those articles out and see if you can be inspired. Absolutely. Another thing I think that we don't think about is mentoring. Mm. Whether we uh, find a mentor, someone who can help us sort through and learn and grow, or we become a mentor. Which, I like that. Yeah. It doesn't seem like if you're mentoring someone else, it will help your self-worth, but surprise, yeah, it absolutely will because all of a sudden you'll go, I'm good at that and look at them grow because Mm -hmm. of me, Mm -hmm. because of something I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And that makes you feel pretty darn good about yourself. Absolutely. Okay. This is going to sound awkward because now I'm totally going to plug an article we have about mentorship, (laughs) but you kind of set me up for that one. We do have a really, really good one about finding and being a mentor. So don't worry. I'm going to put all these links in the show notes, but yes, mentorship. I mean, over the years, um, I have had women um, who have always been, you know, either a few years ahead of me or a couple decades ahead of me. I mean, I've been no discriminator of age. I've just said, who can help me in this area? You know, <laughs> I want to learn from you. And it has been amazing to see, um, you know, yourself included the way that opening myself up and putting myself around women who I admire in different areas of their life, um, have then been able to pour into me. And then that has inspired me to look for somebody who's a few years behind me and what little can I offer? Um, I even think of our friend Molly, who's one of our interns. Um, she, I would say she's the person I would call myself a mentor of right now and just watching her. And every time she succeeds at something, I feel that pride that not that I did it for her, but that I get to play a small role in her life. We're both benefiting from that. So I highly recommend the mentor idea for sure. 
All right, we're coming up on the end of a year here. And I think this is something that will help us grow in our self-worth or our confidence. I think sometimes as women, we get so caught up in what I'm not doing, what I need to be doing next, how I need to do better, that we never take time to sit and take an inventory of where we have come, whether that's over the last month, the last quarter or the last year, I think we need to build in some rhythms into our life where we take some time to look back at, as to what we have accomplished recently. Because if we're not taking an inventory of those things, those wins kind of get lost. They do. You don't realize how far you've come until you sit back and actually document it, whether you write it in a journal, a Mm -hmm. scrap of paper on your iPhone, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. And it's, it is both accomplishments and your view of yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you can also look back and say, I used to think I couldn't fill mm-hmm. in the blank, yes. or I wouldn't, or I didn't, or I wasn't capable of. And then you can say, but now I know that I am because I've done these things. So Absolutely. what I thought then is not what I think today. So what I think a year from now will be even better if I just continue to um, take assessment of myself. I'll encourage myself. Yeah. I mean, I think this is another area where maybe if you're not good at this, If you do end up taking our advice and finding a mentor, maybe you could work this into, hey, will you help me every few months? Will you just force me to stop and reflect on what areas I am actually growing in so that I can build on them? Because when you do start to take inventory of those things, it's almost like you're building up your foundation to be a little bit taller, a little bit stronger, which is ultimately building your self-confidence as you do it. So I think that'd be a great idea. Do it when you go out with them for, uh, you know, dinner and a movie so you can have fun at the same time. Girls night out. That's what I'm talking about. So, I mean, let's make that a goal for 2018 that we actually start assessing ourselves, not for all the negatives, but actually purposefully looking for the positives. Yep. Totally going to try that. All right. So Julie, one thing that I think you and I probably do because we're just these people, but you let your actions lead. You walk in a room like you think you know what you're doing when you don't, which I would say when you don't happens a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, let your actions lead Mm. your emotions and your thought process. All right. I don't think I'm capable of this, but I am going in full steam. I'm fake it till I make it, right? Fake it till you make it. Do Absolutely. you know that you wrote an article for the site called Fake It Till oh, You Make word, It? Oh, my word, Julie, you sound, like, you sound like a TV commercial today. I'm not even kidding, though, but you, do you know that you have an article yeah, called I that? Okay. <laughs> so I'll I guess I faked it till I made it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. No, but you should. You should let your actions lead your attitude because it's amazing that if your actions get great results, then your attitude follows. Yep. Well, I mean... We've heard that advice kind of said differently that, you know, if you don't want to do something, do it anyway, your emotions will follow. It's that same kind of thing. Like if you think you can't do something, we'll just try it anyway. And you'll find that you probably can. And then you get to keep going with that thing. So yeah, just be bold and just be you. Just go for it. Oh, Try yeah. it. You That's might right. fall a few times. Whatever. We have get heard, it eventually. heard that before. Be I know. Yeah. It's a good one though. Sorry. Uh-huh. Giving you grief, Julie. I can take it. I know. I'm letting my actions lead. I'm, I'm ignoring your, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, whatever we would call that. Um, yeah, I mean, but I think that just choosing to walk with confidence, even if you don't really feel it, it, then it starts to grow on you and it, it, it's so attractive to other people when you can actually feel good about yourself, even if you're faking it till you make it, other people notice it and they, they really, they're drawn to it. There's a quote I really love, Julie, by Blake Lively. The most beautiful thing you can wear is confidence. That is so true. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I do on... love a good pair of shoes, 
Yes. But if you're walking in great shoes and you're not confident, they're not going to look nearly as good. Yeah. And especially if they're 14 inches high, no, if you don't walk inches. confidently, you will fall off. <laughs> you will. And that will be a mess. Yeah. But seriously, you, you walking with confidence does end up making you more beautiful and not because of your actual looks, but because of the way you carry yourself. Absolutely. Yep. So let's say you've worked through your assessments, you've done found a mentor, found a mentor, you have, um, you've already done a little education or you're going toward education. Um, something we don't want you to miss when you're doubting yourself is don't miss the opportunities in life, the immediate ones. Things like new relationships, because you're nervous or you're scared or you feel doubtful, don't miss opportunities. Like just walk up to the other mom at the coffee shop and strike up a conversation, right? Yeah, because they're probably dealing with the same thing that yes. you are. So yes. yes, don't miss those opportunities. You can have all kinds of new friendships if you're not afraid to go after them. Yeah, I think it's learning to um, to be comfortable in new relationships and with old relationships, uh, knowing when to walk away from relationships that are holding you back. We don't have time to unpack that one, but no. that may be playing a role too. I bet we talked about that in Grace and Girlfriends too. Um, but yeah, developing new relationships and letting go of other ones, because so much of what we believe about ourselves is tied up in who we spend our time with. Isn't that like a proverb that, you know, who you spend your time with, you'll you'll end up looking like them? I totally just like yeah, made that up. Yeah, you completely butchered it. But so it's I, I, definitely, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, a true concept that you will look like the people you spend your time with. Yeah, yeah, you will. One thing I absolutely believe in, Julie, is trying new adventures and anything. You, know, you always talk about this. And I, every time you say that, I think she wants me to jump out of a plane. Do you Isn't want that, to? I think I kind of want to. So maybe that's why every to? time you say that. Then you might need to. I definitely need to. Will you do it with me? I probably, yeah. Paul used to always say to me that he thought I wanted to skydive. And he'd say it and I'd be like, well, that sounds fun. I just don't know when I'm going to get around to it. So I would do it with you, to do it We next need to year. do that. Ooh, I think that needs that to be, be so a 2018. Goals. We'll take pictures. I would do that in a heartbeat. I, I mean, I But have, you are a big proponent of going after an adventure. Yeah. And I, I think it just kind of rounds out your life. And what would you miss mm. if you didn't? I mean, I've done a lot of things with my daughters. I have one daughter who learned to scuba, scuba dive and... She skydived and just because she's like, I, it's a Groupon, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I don't know. I've made some bad Groupon decisions too, <laughs> but that's yeah. also a conversation yeah. for another podcast. Yeah, I guess, you know, life-threatening thing on a Groupon could be a little Sometimes it's but... great to pattern your life after Groupons and sometimes it's dangerous. That might be a whole episode in itself. Yeah, it might. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I love that you are always recommending to try something new that might scare you. Because you're going to get out of your comfort zone and you're going to recognize you can do something you thought you couldn't do. And there's nothing better than that kind of confidence boost. Yeah, it does. It makes you feel like I could, if I could skydive, I could do anything. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, and then you, I think uh, you, you added this one in our notes, which you're like the epitome of this. And, and that's to not limit yourself when it comes to a career, whether that means you want to start one, but maybe you've been at home and now you're afraid that it's too late to start something or you want to completely go in a different direction. Stop yeah. limiting yourself. Stop limiting yourself. I said I want to accomplish about four different careers before I die. And I've done more than that already. Yeah, I was going to say, you nailed that one yeah. and just kept going. Yeah, and I, I think it's great because I've done things I never knew I was capable of doing. Absolutely. And you just need to not limit yourself and say, here's an opportunity in front of me. I want to do it. 
Well, do it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Try it. Worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to fail, and then you could maybe just try again. Go, yeah. Or you could say, well, wasn't very good at that one, so <laughs> let me try this one over here. That's funny. As you're saying that, it's making me think of the fact that, um, you know, you came into my life and said, hey, I think you should try this thing, aka, you know, working with you at the Grit and Grace Project. And at first I was like, nah, I can't do that. I'm perfectly happy with what I'm doing right now. Thank you very much. Yes. <laughs> like do. that sounds really unformed and scary. And no, I'm safe and comfortable in my little box where I am. Um, but, you know, once I stepped outside of that box, I realized how fun it is to challenge yourself and try something new and different. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being in a comfort zone in a safe place in life. But when that becomes your only place in life and you don't see past that, then it's just that you're missing things that will boost your confidence, that will make you realize all the things you're capable of that you never knew you were. All right, Dar, I think we need to give some some one-liner takeaways that um, the lady listening today can just know that she can apply to her life, to her grit and grace life today when she finds herself disappointed in herself or um, struggling in some area or basing her opinion on herself on someone else's opinion. What's something we would say to her? Because I think she's listening. Yeah. Well, we're all there, but um, <laughs> step back. And talk to yourself differently. Mm. Instead of saying, I am not or I can't, then say, I am and I can. Yep. You say things differently to yourself. That's one of the first things you need to do. And I think tonight when you put your head on your pillow and you go to sleep, um, if if you can take a minute before you fall asleep, because sometimes I put my head on my pillow and it's like, she gone. She is right to sleep. I've never done that my whole life. Uh, well, really? in this season, it's yeah, happening well, to me. I'm a little overextended. Yeah, a little um, bit. But if you're more like the average woman who lays there for an hour and a half overthinking her entire day, what if you made it a point tonight before you go to sleep to think about one thing you did well today and just uh, give yourself good. some credit? Absolutely. Because too much, we spend that hour and a half that we can't fall asleep, either scrolling through Facebook, even feeling worse about herself. Yeah, don't do that. Or laying there thinking about all the things you could have, should have done differently today. Instead, make it a point tonight to be proud of yourself for something you did well. Yep. And then do it again tomorrow. And do it and and tomorrow. And the next day. Absolutely. Yep. Love it. All right. You know, we love to leave our episodes with a quote. And when I think of a self-confident woman, I do kind of think of this lady. Oh, Miss Marilyn too. Monroe has been quoted as saying, wanting to be someone else is the is a waste of the person that you are. And then how about throw in the Eleanor Roosevelt one oh, just yeah. for funsies? Because you, you did, Marilyn. I need to yes. do something. Of some <laughs> de- no, I love Marilyn too. Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Ooh, that one's good. Drop That's the good. mic on that one. Yeah. All right, girls. So... Think about something awesome you did today, and we'll catch you on the next episode of This Grit and Grace Life. Thanks for listening to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by The Grit and Grace Project. Take a few minutes and head over to iTunes to rate and review the show so more people can find us and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an upcoming episode. If you can think of a friend who could benefit from this episode or the show in general, please be sure to share us with her. And for all the details on today's episode, find the show notes by heading to thegritandgraceproject.org. You can follow us on social so you miss nothing that we're sharing throughout the week on all things living a grit and grace life. We'll catch you on the next one.